You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Game over, man. Game over. He runs with the 50. He runs with the 40. The guy is drunk. About playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Play to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Ron is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. DA Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. I hate when I'm coming up with comedic bits or seeing comedic angles while... Under the influence of a, <laughs> aka drinking, you know you come, you see you see an angle while you're watching TV or you're reading something. Whip out my phone and and try to type a note into my phone to remind myself later that this is a subject that I want to that I want to um, explore. And you you look at the shit and it doesn't make any sense. Like I got one here. It says Neil Armstrong. Why the fuck was I thinking about Neil Armstrong? That's because I was watching Gravity last night with Sandra Bullock, which is visually a really good movie, dramatically very good. I'm pretty sure they got nominated for some type of an Oscar. I mean, if Sandra Bullock won an Oscar for that role, I kind of think that would fuck you up a little bit as an actor. And that... You're acting, but it's, there's so much CGI going on. It's like, is my performance going to stand out enough around all this CG? Because they're floating in space and talking with, with spacesuits on. and Yeah. But I think the reason that I, Neil Armstrong, is because I thought to myself, it's like, once as an astronaut, like, who was like the first astronaut? What did he, first guy to land on the moon? And, like, for the rest of his life, he's, he's going to be synonymous with, yeah, that's Neil Armstrong. He, uh, he landed on the moon. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Neil. It's going to be the rest of the world's going to, hey, Mr. Mr. Armstrong, Mr. Armstrong. But then he's going to have, like, family and friends who, they don't give a shit what, he, what he's done. He's, he's just fuck. He's just Neil. Oh, you're talking about fucking Neil? That guy's half a fag over there. He's probably from, like, Boston or some shit. They're not going to be, Neil Armstrong. First man to land on the moon. Who gives a fuck? How about the first guy to to take one up the keister? <laughs> yeah, your family and friends. It like like your inner circle. They don't give a shit what you do. They'll shit on you because a. Me personally, if I ever, ever, even achieved a modicum, I was waiting to use that word, modicum of fame, I'd want to have people. In my corner, that could always keep it real with me. You know, always remind me that I ain't that great. Keep me fucking grounded. So I'm pretty sure that was the same case for, for Neil Armstrong. Or, or, or even like celebrities or basketball players or athletes. Football. Like, they all have to, they, they all they should. 
have a keep it real team is what I like to call it. People that just that just always, you know, knock them down a peg. You, you Usain Bolt, you hundred, you just you just shattered the hundred meter world record. You're the greatest. Yeah, I'm the greatest. And it's like, nigga, fuck you, man. My uncle did that shit back in '47, man. You ain't shit. That's what you need. Look at well, the Olympics is gonna be on this summer, which is gonna be interesting. With all this mask and social distancing shit, I swear to God. The term social distance. That, dude, that phrase and concept is going to be here for a long time. When this, first, when this was COVID shit first started, he just figured, oh, yeah, we're going to have to wear a mask for a little while. Or, nah, man. We've got a whole year dealing with this bullshit, a whole year that is stranglehold on our lives. You know, everyone's people getting vaccines and checked. The numbers are going down. I'm like, when will this shit? I mean, dude, like if I polled or went through the majority of my tech, my my podcasts this um, over the year. I'm pretty sure I probably talked about covid in every single one of them, because how the fuck can't you? It, it's it's taking over fucking everything and i'm trying not to go into it but you know what uh again i like to do my podcast where i'm just ranting developing that rant muscle like they were talking about when i say they i mean who was it rogan and and segura that's just what i'm doing ranting not talking about shit i don't think anybody's fucking listening that's for goddamn sure I'm getting zero numbers. Well, I heard them talking about how many people, how many podcasts are out there. There's, I think there's like one podcast for every 10 people in the world now. At least I've done it. Uh, but today's the day to where walking him, maybe he'll do a little cardio, but I'm going to go to the library today. I'm going to sit down and, and write because I can't do it at home. It's not going to happen at home. Because I'm not in the mindset. There's too much shit around me. So if I have to accomplish something, accomplish it, and then we're going to fucking do this thing. So is the uh, NFL draft is what, like two weeks? And now you're starting to see, starting to see and hear all the names, all the quarterbacks. What's funny to me is uh, the name that I'm starting to hear less and less and less of as we get closer to the draft is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that, that kid from Clemson, white dude with the big nose and the long ass hair. That, to me, doesn't really look like a quarterback. <laughs> no. I haven't heard of him. You know I even heard about him? Because he's the, he's the consensus number one pick. Yeah, he's the number one pick. So who's got the number one pick? Jacksonville. Who else does Jacksonville have? Don't they have? Didn't they get, didn't they get a Urban? Yeah, they got Urban Meyer. He came out of retirement to coach. That motherfucker has quit and come out of retirement uh, for more coaching positions. You know, he left the one in Ohio State. What did he leave? Because he said he was having like some type of a mental issues or was forgetting shit. And so he goes into the booth. And now Jacksonville. Good morning. He's their head coach. And yeah, he, he's going to get the first. Day. So it's Trevor Lawrence. So the, the, the other two names that have been popping up are Fields. Fields. What's the dude? dude, dude was it Mac Jones? Dude from Alabama. Uh, and then there's a kid from... What's his, what, what is his name? Let, let, let's, let me look him up. Do my crack research here. Uh, the top three. Who are they? Let's see here. T- 
top NFL draft prospects. Okay. Oh, there he is, Zach Wilson of BYU. And there's another key, another name I keep seeing here too. He's another quarterback, or maybe he's not. Let's look, let's open up the whole fucking list. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence one, Zach Wilson two, Justin Fields three. I don't know. There's a T. Oh, he's a lineman. Pinelli Swell, Oregon. So that Kyle Pitts, this tight end out of Florida, apparently uh, Jones is enamored with this motherfucker. Let's see Jamar Chase, LSU ride receiver. Where the fuck is the quarterback at? There's another quarterback, Trey Lance, this kid. They're saying my, my Broncos are at number nine, and they've got him projected here at, what, 10? Because, and I don't give a damn what anybody, what's that site, the Mad Fanatic I like to listen to, their diehard Denver Bronco fan. That dude's a straight up, he's a Homer Bronco fan, kind of like my wife's a Homer Raider fan. They are by, they're down for their team and root for their team no matter what. See, I'm a different type of fan. If my team looks like shit, I'm going to call it out. I'll be the first to call it out. When they're winning, I'll be the first to call it out. But yeah, um, with that being said, I think we've got a good team and a good young team and a lot of, sk- lot of key positions. But at quarterback, that motherfucker's not showing me. Drew Locke ain't showing show me shit. He's, uh, but, but apparently... He's been taken under the wing by Peyton Manning, which he is the Denver Broncos' number one son next to John Elway, who also has stepped down as general manager. Thank you. Because he wasn't that great. His, be- his best move was when he did, when he, when he cherry-picked Manning. We didn't really cherry-pick him. We, we took him off the gar- garbage heap. The Colts had got rid of him because of his neck and shit, and Denver said, well, fuck it, we'll take a chance on him. What does he do? Takes us to two Super Bowls winning one. But this Drew Locke kid, no. Uh-uh. So uh, maybe they should p- draft a quarterback? I don't know. Maybe we could get – I think we should take a look at some of the vets that are out there because there's, there, there's better at that position that's in the league. And when you draft a player, you, you got to give them some development time. Very rare are you going to have a player like Joe Burrow last year who stepped in and was flinging. Unfortunately, you know, leg injury ends his – ends his whole shit but very rarely you're gonna have that you're gonna get these dudes you're gonna bring them in because who else started last year didn't Tua start he was kind of eh that team the Dolphins team is the one that's making it happen everyone's speculating that it's as far as the, the way the rest of the quarterbacks go it's are the 49ers gonna take a quarterback are they gonna are they gonna flip Jimmy G which they probably should is Jimmy G gonna end up back with the Patriots there's a part of me that wants him, wants to see see that happen but then there's a part of me that's like, who gives a shit? He's, you know what he is? He's a little bit higher than a caretaker quarterback is what, is what um, <laughs> uh, Jimmy G is. Yeah. One of the draft last year, they did the draft in the fucking pandemic, which was kind of weird. It was the beginning of everything. They had to do everything on the fly. Uh. Long story short, I want Denver to address, I want them to address the quarterback issue. 
Because until we do, I mean, at running back, we let we let little man go, which he was decent enough. But dude, that little, I mean, it's not, he's not going to be like an every down back. But you know, maybe he's one of these third down specialty, these little, little small water bugs that get get after you know, get the ball in their hand. Tyreek Hill type player, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, so now we're stopping because dog's got to pick the right place to shit. I'm not picking this one up. You can take that to the fucking bank. Sarcastically speaking about sports. Started the podcast about two days ago, but I think I like punted 15 minutes in. Wasn't feeling it. I haven't been feeling um, wanting to sit down and write either. Not in the least. It's just got to be inspired, man. Gotta feel it. With that being said, watch this interesting Oscar-nominated movie last night. It's called, um, is it, what's it called? Two Distant Strangers? Um, the funny thing is, it was suggested to me by my, my white co-worker. Who has two black sons? I mean, she's white and her sons are her her baby daddy or whatever. Their father's black, but they, they both look like little black men. And it's funny. Well, it's not funny, but she, she made the comment that, like, when she was watching it, she kind of was had to detach herself a little bit because it just it, it got her really, really, really upset seeing what was happening to the young black man in this. What I will say about it is number one, 30 minutes, you think, 30 minutes is, that's like a fucking sitcom. But 30 minutes with no commercials is a longer than you would think. You know, because like a 30 minute show, once you put on all the commercials is what? What, maybe 10, 15 minutes? So, it's legitimate. I mean, when it first started... I started to see a couple of things, and I kind of felt like it, it was a bit heavy-handed. Heavy-handed in that, I mean, the, the two characters, you have a young, a young black man and a middle-aged white cop. And in the beginning, I just felt, kind of felt like they, they, the cop was a bit of a, a caricature, a little over the top. But then I started looking at it. it all, I mean, in the end, it all came full circle. And I liked it. I ended up really liking it. I, there was a part of me that didn't want to. But yeah, I think it's definitely worth a watch. Some of the acting isn't top notch. Dude's girlfriend was a little... She was... Eh, there, was a, there was a point in it where she, she muttered something. She was like, nigga. And, and the way she said it wasn't believable. I wasn't I wasn't a big believer in her acting. Um, the main character, the young black dude, he was he was decent. I mean, yeah, he was decent. But two it was the two distant strangers. If you get a chance, check it out. It's, it is worth a watch. It's not something I'm gonna watch over and over and over again. But I could see how um, how this is. It's not going to be popular to everybody. Some people, it's not going to lie. I could definitely see cops 
not being a fan, definitely. Because it's really, it's really um, projecting them in a negative light to some degree. Um, I think some white people, for all intents and purposes, may not like it. Yeah, I just, it just might be one of those things where it's like, yeah, nah. But definitely, if you're a cop or a cop's wife, you're like, yeah, no. I'm not feeling it. That's why it was kind of funny. Um, we were talking about it at work, and my coworker suggested it to somebody. And now that I've watched it, the persons that she suggested it to, don't think that she's going to be down for it in the least. No, I don't. I don't, and I think the reason I think it's heavy-handed is because I keep seeing this this theme over and over and over again. When all of this stuff came to a head with the George Floyd murder, because he was basically that guy was murdered basically, and they're going through the motions of a fucking trial. Why do we even need a trial? That dude, he stood on a guy's neck for nine minutes. Without, without, with cold remorse in his fucking eyes. But I feel like that the powers that be in the industry, there's a bit of, there's some pandering and catering to black people now because of that. And it's, I don't know. I mean, you saw it, you see it in different levels in TV. I don't care what anybody says. My wife thinks it's just me, but I see more commercials with mostly black people in it. I'm seeing, you know, you see Black Lives Matter everywhere. And that's why I'm saying it's a little heavy-handed. Would it would this hit as hard if if we didn't have this current state? Would it? Would it have hit as hard? I don't know. Would it even be an Oscar worthy piece of work if we were in this current age? I don't know. But it's, it's, it, it, I'm not going to say it doesn't deserve the nomination. Fucked up world we live in right now, man. 2021. And racists are just kicking it, man. Uh, yeah. Again, if you get a chance, it's on Netflix. Too distant. Was it too? God damn it. Is it Two Distant Strangers? I don't really get the name, but yeah, check it out. Came across another little juicy little tidbit nugget of, I don't know if it's a nugget. I need to just slow the fuck down and speak in a slower, more deliberate pace. Because I'm seeing that when I'm trying to speak, it's like my mind is moving quicker than the words come to me. So maybe that's what I need to do. Anyway, what is it? Into the Q Storm, I think it's called. It's on HBO Max. Watched two episodes. And it's all about the QAnon, which I had never even heard of this shit until I probably would say maybe the end of last year, beginning of this year. I had heard some of the stories about, you know, certain celebrities and 
politicians into eating babies and meeting up at some pizza pizzeria in D.C. to where there there's a dungeon downstairs and but looking in watching this documentary, what I take from it is that most of these QAnon people. They don't even so much, it's not so much they even like Trump. They almost feel like he was anointed as this, this savior. Anointed by this individual Q, who, which I didn't realize there was an individual out there. I mean, when, I, when you say Q to me, the first thing I think is Star Trek, the next generation. I mean, it opens up with a father-son team who run, they run these these bulletin board websites i don't know what you call them but they're the ones that are disseminating the information what's well, not them it's this q dude drops these q drops and they're up on these it was a 4chan or 8chan i dude i had heard all these heard of these terms but didn't know anything about it but i tell you man dude one thing that's for sure about these little computer nerd geek dudes that are running all this is, is man they need to get some pussy. Seriously. <laughs> if you're spending your time, most of your time behind a laptop, typing in, trying to be somebody, as opposed to out there trying to get some ass, yeah, your perspective changes. Yeah, man, pussy can save everybody. It's like all these, 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 these fucking little, these high school kids that get bitter and then go home and come back with shotguns and want to shoot everybody. All that dude needed was a blowjob. Some chick blows him. Dude, he's not leaving. He, he, dude, he's not going home for a shotgun. He's, he's letting that shit sink in. And he's scheming for the next time. I can trick some other woman into licking his penis. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell me that sex doesn't solve some problems. No game have motherfucking in high school. Everybody hates him or dislikes him or doesn't even count. Get some ass. He won't care. For a little while. For a little while. Other thing is, is in this documentary, these two dudes, they like live in the Philippines. And my man's got all these... All these companies, and, he's, and, he, and like apparently his website or bulletin board or whatever, it's being run, but the servers are still in the United States, but he lives in the Philippines. You know there's some shady shit going on there. I mean, and it's the father-son team. The father, man, he tried to come off as like this. He's good, uh, decent I don't say decent, but a pretty good businessman, but not very tech savvy, right? That's what he comes off. And then the more and more they're talking to him, you're starting to see it's like this dude's playing like a role, I felt like, to some degree. And the whole thing is, is while they're making this documentary, they're trying to find out who the Q is, or the QAnon. It's one of those three individuals. They can say whatever they want. It's one of them. But watching how, how, how Trump was, you know, in, in these QAnon people's minds, how Trump was speaking directly to them. 
with certain with key words and messages and you're just like so much so that these morons are the ones that stormed the fucking capital and now have fed charges like and again are they all still in prison because to this day we have yet to have an interview with fucking no shirt bearded uh viking helmet dude we, we haven't had a uh, anything with him the other fucked up thing about what was fucked up is is when you have a documentary to where you're you're interviewing some of the people that are in like the cult or the QAnon, they come across as just yokels man and i mean i guess you can believe what you want to believe like i do believe that in certain situations, there are unseen forces behind the scenes pulling strings. But I don't know about that with Trump and all that. I don't know how, how much. I don't know. I don't know that he was a savior. He was definitely different. I think his problem was once he got into office, he got he got enamored with his own voice and how great he was. And I was talking about this the other day with somebody. It's kind of a trip how now, like, dude, he's gone. They snatched him off social media, which, in in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it was fair that they were able to do that. I mean, free speech, dude. I mean, when he was president and then he's on Twitter raging, I mean, it it was a bad look. And people were, it's not presidential. Well, he's the president, so apparently now it is. Now it is, but the but these QAnon people, whoa, they take shit to the next level. They like they like, they like will look at these these postings on this bulletin board, and it's almost like they can make draw their own conclusion from them. I made it to episode three. I don't know if I'm going to finish it because some of this stuff, you got the one kid who's, I don't remember what he's, he was a dude's in a wheelchair. He also lives in the Philippines. He was interesting because you figure he had some, he's got some type of, what is it? Uh, some disease where he has brittle bones. He's like your boy, your boy, Samuel Jackson, Mr. Glass without the fucked up fro. Yeah, his shit was dry. Samuel Jackson's Mr. Glass. I'd say third driest afro in pop culture history. Third, he's third. Second. Uh, nah. Second is for me right now is Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving has got the thickest, densest looking afro I've ever seen, man. And then definitely Mercury Morris. He of Titletown, USA, Dolphins. This is definitely... The world's driest afro, without a doubt. <laughs> I don't even know how I got on this tangent. <laughs> That's the beauty of being able to do this. I can lay down whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Put it up, and if it becomes something cool, if it doesn't, hey. Right now, I'm just kind of rambling. So with that being said, apparently LaMarcus Aldridge is retired. That's what my son just told me. We're gonna we'll look into that and see what's going on with that. I mean, he just jumped ship and went to the Nets. And the Nets lose another game. I think they lost to the Sixers last night and Beeb was back. Yeah. 
we'll take a we'll take a moment and look up some of that stuff and maybe even come back. We'll see. Oh, yeah. That's that headhunter production. You don't know nothing about that headhunter. Headhunter, son?